0: We know it's been a difficult year for horse racing in this country, but let's not forget why all of this takes place. To see these gifted athletes, those with two legs and with four, battle nobly for the glory that they chase. We sifted through the biggest races to reach our vaunted ten. Some good ones wound up on the cutting room floor, including Kofefi beating Serengeti Empress in the test and Gucci Factor in the poker, a photo with four. We also have an honorable mention we'll share with you that happened far removed from American shores. But our top ten all happened here, so on with it we go. The best of 2019 comes to the fore. What better way to start than with a four-horse blanket finish, the kind you see so often on the grass? This mile trip on the Santa Anita lawn in early October had Breeders' Cup implications for this class. The winner hadn't raced since February, eight months earlier, and so he was dismissed at 16 to 1. But Drayden Van Dyke saved the horse's energy in the City of Hope Mile, and he lived up to his name as he got the job done.
1: True Valor racing on the inside of Andash into the far turn synchrony awaiting some racing room has seven to make up in the blue cap catapult is outside of in then it's ohio Big score trying to rally on the outside of River Boyne. A quarter of a mile to go. And Kingley has been there every step of the way. Chased by Restrain Vengeance. They're still 1-2. Prince Earl is three legs back and starting to finish with some momentum. Synchrony at the rail. Catapult Extreme outside and True Valor. A 16th to go. Here's Prince Earl between horses on the far outside. Here comes True Valor surging. Here's the line. Photo goes to True Valor. An upset in the city of Hope Mile in a wild scramble to the finish.
0: It was a star-crossed year for the Kentucky Derby favorite Omaha Beach, scratched four days before the biggest race of them all. A minor throat procedure and other niggling injuries robbed the Colt of the chance to come away with a haul. But in March, Omaha Beach was still a formidable presence at Oaklawn Park where he ran in the Rebel Stakes. Awaiting him was the two-year-old champ game winner. It's race nine. Which of the two would show us what it takes?
2: Omaha Beach makes his move Omaha Beach, a length in front of Market King, then comes Game Winner, and here comes Game Winner up after Omaha Beach, these two go to the quarter pole, 1-2 Omaha Beach, three quarters of a length from Game Winner who is pushed along now by Joel Rosario here's Captain Von Traff running a good race, he's up into third, they run to the top of the stretch, Omaha Beach is in front, he has a two length lead on Game Winner who has to go right now, Omaha 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 Beach, past mid-stretch, now a length and a half. Game winner trying to gun him down on the money, and Rosario says, it's game time! Here's game time outside Omaha Beach. Game winner, Omaha Beach, right together in Omaha Beach. I think he turned him away.
0: Omaha Beach did win again, after all his many injuries, in October, taking the Santa Anita Sprint. But the competition in the Breeders' Cup was just too much off one race, Omaha Beach's brilliance came only in short glints. We tend to forget in the wake of Santa Anita's publicized problems how many super races they staged this year. One of them, the Yellow Ribbon, is our race number eight. Another blanket finish happens here.
2: Into the turn they go in the Yellow Ribbon, they chasing storm the hill. Valedictorian is in second Basilica in the gold on the outside Bow recall sits between runners in a little tight Bow Recall drop back as did Lamuna Elise's world tries to get involved on the far side top of the lane in the yellow ribbon and storm the hill goes on Storm the Hill is still the leader as they swing for home on the inside Bow recall. Basilica's starting to trouble in the in the white blinkers on the outside. Storm the Hill, the leader. Basilica coming home game lead. Bow Recall down at the rail. Storm the Hill, Bow Recall, Basilica. Whoa, Barbara the nose. Storm the Hill, Bow Recall. Couldn't split those two. The winner number one, Bow Recall
0: there's very little doubt that Chad Brown trainee Bricks and Mortar will be named 2019's Horse of the Year. A perfect six-for-six, including five grade-one wins, and rarely did he give his backers fear. But there was one time in 2019 that Bricks and Mortar was hooked in a tight one, and it's our seventh-rated race, the Mervyn Muniz Memorial at the fairgrounds in New Orleans, with a 62-to-1 long shot invading his space. Mark it off
2: leads heading toward the half mile pole here in the Munez Memorial from Bricks and Mortar who's right there with Hot Springs synchrony between horses and the gray and blue stripes for Joe Bravo joined out wide by Inspector Lindley who's looking to gain for Jose Ortiz. Lends the hands of Floron Giroux. Divisadero is last of six on the far side of the fairgrounds course where it's still Mark off. It's still Mark it off at 62 to 1 but Bricks and Mortar looms for the front runner. Inspector Lindley sweeps on the outside. Divisadero picking up on the front outside. Swimming toward the inside along with Hot Springs. It's Markadoff coming down to the final furlong. Bricks and mortar now charging hard. They come past the 16th and it's Bricks and mortar. And Markadoff is not going down without a fight. It's Markadoff! Markadoff and Bricks and
0: mortar! Barber, Bricks and mortar dived out of the fairgrounds wire. We mentioned earlier how consistently close the finishes are on turf since horses there have quicker closing kicks. It also helps when the pace is fast, so the trailers have a target. But that's not what happened in our race number six. In the Lake Placid at Saratoga, the early pace was slow, making it tough for Varenka and Regal Glory to close. But close they did, which made for a spine-tingling blanket finish. These sophomore fillies were very worthy foes.
2: The leader here is Blowout.
0: Blowout on top as the rain
2: starts to fall here at the Spa... Blow out the leader by a length. Amandrea on the outside is still second. Then comes to Recover on the inside, funneled by Regal Glory. Varenka is fifth, but she's closing now. She's four lengths off the lead, and here she comes. Gonna switch to the far outside, the end of the stretch. Blow out Amandrea, and Regal Glory is right behind. Varenka is closing on the far outside, then Valder recovered down toward the rail. Now digging in his blowout on the inside of Amendrea, There too, Regal Glory, Varenka, the far outside. The four of them coming down to the wire in this darkness in Saratoga. Oh, baby, Varenka. Varenka and Regal Glory right together on the wire in the Lake Pleasant. It is a dead heat, a dead heat for the win between number one, Varenka, and number five, Regal Glory.
0: It was the second straight win for Varenka, the third for regal glory, at Saratoga, the most heralded meet of all. Perhaps both will return as four-year-old fillies and battle head-to-head from spring to fall. We're only halfway home and counting down the year's top races. Still ahead, a much-maligned race tingles the spine. A hotshot three-year-old is overtaken in the end and a rivalry renewed of the ultimate kind. So don't go away. We're counting down the races of the year for 2019, but before we return there, a bonus for you. This happened overseas and didn't involve an American horse, but the Judmont International must get its due. Crystal Ocean had won the Prince of Wales at Royal Ascot, then battled Enable hard in the King George. In the Judmont International against the Irish cult named Japan, to victory would Crystal Ocean forge... And it's Circus Maximus that leads them in here. Donica O'Brien ahead there
2: of Crystal Ocean in second. James Doyle ready to pounce. Then in third on the outside is Japan with El Arcan pushed along on his inside. These two having a decent battle. Crystal Ocean now is being produced to take over. Crystal Ocean... Is the meat in the O'Brien sandwich at the moment on the inside, weakening Circus Maximus, Japan on the outside, Crystal Ocean digging deep as he always does, Crystal Ocean just wilting out in front as Japan comes back to him, Japan and Crystal Ocean, Crystal Ocean responds on the inside, Japan on the outside, it's a tight one, Japan may have just got there from Crystal
0: Ocean. We return to the grass stateside as we continue our countdown, This time, it's the long-distance variety. And when top horses run on turf in American racing, you can probably guess who the trainer of the favorite will be. Chad Brown sent focus group postword in the Pan American at Gulfstream to start his five-year-old season. But while shaking off the rust was hard, it made for a great finish. It's number five in our countdown, and here's the reason
1: with the advantage. It's Village King as Kennesar moves into the clear to try to take him on second. Salute to Colonel is third. Focus Group is next. Melmich shown open racetrack by Castellano finishing up nicely. Solio's on the outside. Top of the lane with the advantage. It's still Village King. Melmich let go down the center toward the rail. Focus Group with Kennesar. Melmich getting in a touch. Focus Group has the lead. Melmich surging to him. Melmich, Focus Group photo finish! Melmich wanted to lug in on favors focus group right alongside number one focus group got the nod
0: the three-year-old sprinter chancelot had dazzled saratoga with a 12-length win in the grade two amsterdam so for the island jerkin stakes most observers naturally thought that through the field he'd be a battering ram but saratoga's moniker has been graveyard of favorites And sure enough, young Chancelot was hooked in the Allen Jerkins, race number four in our races of the year, with the speedy Colt run too hard and get cooked.
2: So around the turn they go, and it is Chancelot in front, the leader by length. Call Paul continues to pursue him midway on the far turn. The half was 45.58 seconds. Mind control is three lengths off of them. And then it's the big S on the inside, and Aiton. They're coming to the top of the stretch. And Chancelot turns for home in front. Opening up a two-length lead. Call Paul tries to stick with him with a furlong to run. Chancelot set down for another eighth of a mile. A -a two-and-a-half-length lead. Call Paul, Roweyton, mind control. And Home Creek hustle on the outside. They're all coming. Chancelot's got it close to home. Mind control. Home Creek hustle on the outside. They're coming to the line. Oh, it's very close. The Chancelot hold on! Mind Control was there too! Soap to his home creek hustle! in a dramatic finish in the Allen Jerkins! Number six,
0: Mind Control was first. For Mind Control, the Allen Jerkins was his third win of the year. All three would come when trying just one bend. Chancelot would try the same tactic in the Breeders' Cup sprint and held off all but Matoli in the end. McKinsey was once Bob Baffert's pick to win the Triple Crown. He then got hurt, and along came Justify. But McKinsey returned that fall and notched a grade one win on each coast, and his chances of adding another one were high when he went postward in the Big Cap, Santa Anita's signature race, awaiting him the six-year-old gift box. The big cap is race three in our countdown. For a long time to come, race fans will tell their stories about this vaunted epoch.
1: Heading to the three-eighth pole, prime attraction still there. Gift box a length back second. McKinsey, there hasn't been any change. Campaign starts to pick it up just a bit on the outside of Prince of Arabia. Five-sixteenths of a mile to go. Prime attraction, gift box, gift box puts his gray head in front. McKenzie makes his move on the outside, taking second, and here is the match race. Giftbox and McKenzie square off in the big cap, and McKenzie comes right to him with a furlong left to go. It's Giftbox and McKenzie in a showdown. McKenzie or Giftbox nose and nose, neither one giving an in. McKenzie, Giftbox, Box or McKenzie, Giftbox! Giftbox, a nostril over McKenzie!
0: Raymond Mamone is 86, been in racing 42 years, but never had experienced great success. At present, he owns just one horse with a modest pedigree who's made the winner's circle his address. Imperial Hint had won six graded stakes entering this fall, including the Vosberg the previous year. Both man and horse had come from modest means to reach the zenith, the kind of story to make you stand and cheer. In the 2019 Vosburgh, Imperial Hint had a worthy challenge from a horse who'd won a grade one two years ago. You wouldn't expect the Vosburgh to be number two in our countdown, but that just shows what us racing journalists know. Around the far turn,
2: Imperial Hint the leader. Ferenze Fire sits two lengths behind him as they make their way toward the top of the stretch. It's a long way back to Brown Buckeye and American Power. As they turn for home here, the half mile... Goes up in 44.65 seconds. And they're into the stretch. And Javier Castellano and Imperial Hint have a foe in Forense Fire and Arado Ortiz. And these two hook up at the eighth pole. And Forense Fire has taken the lead. Imperial Hint will try to battle back on the inside. Can he do it? Forense Fire, Imperial Hint's coming back. These two coming down to the line. Very close. Did Imperial Hint come back? Oh, he's got so much
0: heart. Forense Fire was
2: right with him on the wire. Number four, Imperial Hint was first.
0: Imperial Hint would start five times this year, two wins, three-thirds. But those two wins were grade ones. He now has four. Ferenze Fire would start nine times, three wins, though none were graded. Will he return in 2020 for more? But that brings us to our race of the year, a rivalry renewed between two of the greatest females in the land. Midnight Bizu from the west, and Elate, her eastern rival, throwing it down in the Saratoga sand. Elate had run this race last year, the Personal Ensign, against Abel Tasman, a roughly run affair, where Abel Tasman all but ran Elate right through the rail, yet the result stood, Abel Tasman by a hair. This year, the challenge was even greater. Midnight Bisu had won two grade ones and five races overall. She'd beaten Elate twice, but the latter entered off two wins. It's the personal ensign. Larry Colmas has the call.
2: Elate and Jose Ortiz sit third on the backstretch here. They're two and a half lengths off the lead. Midnight Bisou is just alongside of Golden Award at the back of the pack. They're inside the half-mile pole. Coach Rocks continues to lead the way by a length and a half. She's at Julian and Elate heads apart second and third. And then it's Wildcat. Midnight Bisou is fifth. She's moving now, and Elate is two as they make their way to the top of the stretch. And now Elate makes her move for the lead, and Midnight Bisou comes blasting on the outside after her. These two will turn for home together, and it's Elate to catch. Midnight Bizu, her fearsome foe, comes at her on the outside. And these two lay it on the line with a 16th to go. A late on the inside. Midnight Bizu on the outside. They're coming to the wire. Who's it going to be? Oh, (laughs) it's so close. It's so close. Was it Midnight Bizu or was it a late? They were inseparable on the
0: wire. Number one, Midnight Bizu was first. Midnight Bisu and Elate would upstage Travers Day with a race so good that you shake your head and laugh. Midnight Bisu would take the Beldame, but then be overtaken by Blue Prize in the Breeders' Cup Distaff. Elate would finish second in the Spinster, before which Bill Mott considered the Breeders' Cup Classic against the boys. But Elate would come in fourth in the Distaff against her female peers, relying how she ran with grace and poise. So that's our countdown for this year. Did you agree with our rankings? Is there a race you think you should have heard? Feel free to drop us a line and let us know how well we did. Perhaps you felt our countdown was absurd. But for all the trouble seen this year in the racing industry, these great battles are what it's all about. We'll see you back same time next year to Countdown 2020 with more great races. Of that, I have no doubt.